You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, along with Mark Teresi, 312-255-8408. Also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Again, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Mark, that was a great, great first half with uh, James and with Dave about the permanent diaconate. Very dedicated men, yes. And, and families, and so it's just uh, tremendous. But now we have part two lined up, and we have live in studio... Well, I'll get to that in a moment. Father Vic Ivers, a priest from the Archdiocese of Chicago who is deeply rooted in the faith, passed away on January 18th, 2014, at the age of 95 at St. Joseph Parish in Libertyville. As his final Mass was coming to a conclusion, he stopped, took off his shoes, laid them in front of the altar, and said, So now, who will fill these shoes? Then he processed out, leaving the shoes behind with a question that remains for all of us today. The Who Will Fill These Shoes event has been celebrated in our diocese ever since. Guest in studio, live, not dead, live, <laughs> Father Tim Monahan, the vocation director of the Archdiocese. Tim, welcome to the program. Good to be yes, here, welcome. Father Greg. Good Great to, to be you with tomorrow. you, Tim. In fact, Tim is a neighbor because he lives next door in the Bishop Quarterhouse where I'm at the rectory at 730 North Wabash, you're right next door in the Bishop Quarter House, but now your offices are no longer at the Seventh Quarter. Right, we're no longer at Seven Fifty North Wabash. We your moved our offices at the St. John Paul II Newman Center at oh. and, UIC campus. And Tim ordained in what year? Two thousand nine. But now I know where my story was as a seminarian, Niles College Seminary of Loyola University, the Theologate Mundelein St. Mary the Lake Seminary, ordained in seventy nine. You have a different road. Tell us oh your gosh. road to the priesthood because, see, I think people, and, and Mark knows us so well, people say, okay, like Father Tim, Father Greg, we were always not priests. Yeah. We yeah. come from backgrounds. I'm from Park Ridge. Yeah, you weren't hatched as a priest. We weren't hatched as a priest. Right Mary said it was in grammar school, Notre Dame College Prep yeah. for Boys, Class 71. And so maybe for a moment, Tim, sure. as part of your vocation story, is a tell us your story, that road that led to the priesthood. Thank you, Father Greg. Yeah, it's, that's a big thing. So I'm in my sixth year as vocation director, and what I notice is that's one of the biggest things is trying to help our young men and also the families see that priesthood is not one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like we're not hatched priests, mm-hmm. or we don't just do, we don't just celebrate Mass and preach. Right. There's, there's a, again, a fullness to what we're called to live. So my own path, grew up in a small town in central Illinois, Arcola, town of... Uh, 2,700. Now we've, that's about 3,000. So it's really, <laughs> really exploded over the past Arcola, four years. Arcola near what big town? Champaign Urbana, okay. just south of Champaign Urbana. So I grew up there, fourth of eight kids. Uh, it was a wonderful place to grow up and had tons of cousins there. I'm one of 31. Wow. I had grandchildren. So always had tons of cousins to hang out with and lots of sports because there are only five channels on. So it was <laughs> some, one of the best, one of the best strategies for my parents to say, <laughs> you know, there's not much to watch, so go outside. So we always were playing tons of sports, played a lot of basketball, football, baseball, a little wiffle ball, and uh, swimming, sure. track, whatever it was. So 
Went to high school at the University of Illinois. They have a laboratory high school, so I call it Uni High up in Champaign-Urbana. I went there. Okay. And then from there, I went to the University of Notre Dame, majored in finance. Thought I was going to do that. What class were you? Class of 99. Okay, I was class of 84, uh, graduate, so we're both domers. Nice, nice. Right on the line. Great, okay. great victory Saturday night. Oh, against oh, Clemson. Just crushed him. Cru- but now, okay, so now a little not, sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> Where was this Notre Dame team against Marshall and Stanford? Exactly. They fell asleep. They're going to regret that so badly. Oh, I mean, when they lost to Ohio State, 21-10, yeah. I get it, at the big house at Ohio. But at home. But at, at home, home to Marshall, Marshall and Stanford, Stanford. And the way they played against And Clemson ranked fourth in the country, a tremendous team. That defensive seven for Clemson yeah. is a three of those guys are going NFL high in the draft choice. And Notre Dame, that crowd, I saw part of the game, ferocious. And uh, but where was this team earlier? Because they're a great team. But the, the inconsistency. But you, know, Mark, but you digress. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we welcome to our sports program here. Yeah, yes. Really. Uh, Carla numbers three one two two five five. After Notre Dame, we'll talk about the Bears and then the Bulls and the Blackhawks. And uh, so, sorry for digressing. So you started, by the way, University of Notre Dame. Um, major in finance, graduated ninety nine. Wonderful experience there. Met lifelong friends. Was very much further formed in my faith. And um, just so great for my time there. So then I, I ended up joining a monastery. Yeah. Contemplative, very small monastery. How long after graduation from Notre Dame? Six months. Were you ever in a foreign country? Do I'd I remember lived, that? I lived nine years abroad. That's now, wait, what I yeah. now, wait, Tim, as you graduated University of Notre Dame, what drew you to a monastery versus, let's say, joining the Holy Cross priest or some diocese? I was 21 years old. I was trying to figure things out. There was there was this burning desire. I I wanted to figure out was God calling me to the priesthood. I had been dating through college. Again, I was majoring in finance. I was thinking of different jobs that I could do. So, what drew me to the monastery was a sense of the biblical go to the desert. Go to the desert. Dedicate yourself to listening to prayer, to manual labor. And that was a very rich experience for me. Which monastery, by the way? Well, it's it's now defunct. It no longer exists, but it was... Uh, you had nothing to do with that, did I, you? I did <laughs> not. Nice, I did nice not. going, Tim. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> so it, so I ended up... It, I was with the monastery for over 10 years. Which one? It's called the Little Brothers of the Eucharist. Where? Was, it was... So I started... It was in South Texas. But then I was sent for philosophy studies in Italy. That's... Outside of Rome. And then the... Mainly, I was in the south of France in Toulon. Right, and I remember that because Tim would come up to the development office, and we when I was at Mundelein, and we would chat. And I remember you were in France yeah. for Not a while. Not a curiosity. What kept you from joining uh, Gethsemane, the Trappist Monastery, or the one in Dubuque? You know, um, New Mallory Abbey. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I was 21. I had met a priest who was at this monastery. Oh, okay. He had given a retreat my senior year in college. That makes it okay. And that was extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a sense uh, he was a good mentor. And so I thought, you know what? Let me give that. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about joining the monastery. I just wanted to go kind of for a, a desert experience or a sabbatical experience. And it was. And I'm. It's it's funny when I talk to discerners now because. I discerned during that period, entered the monastery, mm-hmm. 
was ordained a priest over in France in 2009. The monastery, there's only six of us, so it was a very tiny monastery. That closed. So discernment is a lifelong uh, practice. It's a lifelong spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And so there I was. It was, at this point, it was 2011. I'm a priest. I'm in France, but I have to discern once again, what's the next step? And now the monastery closed Mm -hmm. in 2011. Mm -hmm. And then, actually, we're going to put this on pause. What was the next step after we come from break? Take us, Mark. Oh, that was smooth. WNDZ. <laughs> WNDZ. That's why I get the big bucks. 7.50 312-255-8408. Or you can go to YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, and we'll be back with Father Tim Monahan and continue to talk about your vocation journey toward this position now that you're here with the Archdiocese, inspiring young people to consider and discern their vocation. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. There is no doubt this life is short. It is in you I trust to spread your truths, your goodness, and love. It is you who will give a leader to our church. Who will fill these shoes? Catholic Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger, to our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways, to our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you.
We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackett's Mark Tracy here. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with our vocations director of the Archdiocese of Chicago, Father Tim Monahan. Uh, Tim, do you want to continue um, your journey from France? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I was ordained in 2009 and... Uh, was doing studies for my licentiate in in theology, which was a great experience. I was with the Dominicans in Toulouse, and then the monastery closed, and so at that point, the bishop in France said, figure out what, you basically discern what the next step is. So I reached out to Father Larry McBrady, who's a cousin here in Chicago. A lot of my siblings lived here, still live here, aunts and uncles, cousins, so mm. my discernment process led me here to to make the request to ask for admission here in Chicago as a priest who wanted to incarnate into the presbyterate here. So you spoke to Father Jerry Boland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yep. then so he, at the time, Father Jerry Boland was head of the <clears throat> incarnation committee and in charge of what we call extern priests mm-hmm. who were coming in. So I showed up here in 2011, and I was assigned first to Holy Family in Inverness, so a shout-out to all the, yeah. the parishioners there with, with Father, Father Terry, Terry Keen. So I was there one year as part of the incarnation mm-hmm. process, and then from there I went to Mary Seat of Wisdom, just down the street from Father Greg's childhood home. My home parish. So mm-hmm. I was there four years. Four years oh, in Mary Seat of Wisdom. Four years, Mary Seat of Wisdom. Were you with Jerry Gunderson? With Father Jerry Gunderson. Oh, also with yes. James Wallace. With James Wallace. Yeah. We had great, a great house. We had a great setup, yep. Father Rich Greck, for anyone who oh, knows him. Oh, sure. Resurrectionist priest. So we had a—that was, again— Great welcome to Chicago to have those five years between Holy Family and then Mary Seat of Wisdom. And then in 2017, uh, actually late 2016, I was invited to become vocation director, which started July 1st. When you were incarnated in your diocese in what year? In spring of 2017. So who did you succeed then? I succeeded Father Francis Bitterman, who's oh, currently sure, pastor sure. at St. So Joseph. Good guy. Yeah. And so in 17, became the vocation director. So, so I'm in my, so I finished five years. I'm in my sixth year of being vocation director. And God bless you, it's, it's hard work. Now, interesting. It's recording, but it's hard. Because Francis was also, I think, in an order. He was. He was, in the, he was in the Society of Our Lady, the Most Holy Trinity. And I'm a former vocation director in the college seminary with Mark. Right. Uh, from I was there from 85 to 92, and now it's College Seminary Loyola. So I know the work of vocation directors, and Mark was on the faculty. We were, we were together. But now, switching gears, Father Vic Ivers, a tremendous priest. And how's this, Mark? At the age of 95, saying his last Mass yeah. at the age of 95, official. And then, again, tell us that story, what happened on that day in, in January of 20. I guess it was 2014. Yeah. So he, he was at St. Joseph's in Libertyville, and he basically put down his shoes, took them off, and said he looked out at the crowd and, and really issued a prophetic challenge to say, who will fill these shoes? And so that was the phrase that uh, Bishop Barron, mm-hmm. our former father, Father Robert Barron, who was a uh, longtime faculty at Mundelein, he was the one who started this event right. when he was president rector up at Mundelein. So he was the one who started this event with Cardinal George, saying, all right, let's let's have an annual gathering of young men in the Archdiocese to see Mundelein Seminary, to spend time with our seminarians and our priests, to have a celebration of this priestly calling, and to stir in the hearts of our young men this the desire to discern, to say, is God calling me to the priesthood? Can I be the one to fill those shoes? Now, here's a little bit of the drama of that situation. De- Deacon Denny Mudd 
was there at the mass, and he let me know about it. But Vic Ivers was leaving, so he was processing out, turned around, came back to the altar, oh, wow. sat down, took his shoes. So people Very dramatic. Thought, people thought this was it. So I don't know if in that moment it came to him wow. or he planned on that. But, but he was actually walking out, processionally out, right. turned around, came back up, and people think, well, what's going on with this guy? Right, exactly. Instead of walking out, he's walking back That's in great. again, sat down, took his shoes off, placed him in front of the altar, then walked out with his stockings on. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, thank Isn't you, powerful? Mark. Yeah, very powerful. I didn't know that part of the story. That is tremendous. And now, maybe for our listeners, it happens the day after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And tell us more, Tim. Sure. So we've we've this event has been going you know, I think we're on our eighth year of it. Mm-hmm. We took a little bit of a pause, but I think it's our eighth year overall. And this takes place on the Friday after Thanksgiving, which it's it's an important family time. But with our very crowded calendars, there's no ideal time. So we, Bishop Barron and Cardinal George, had started this on the on the Friday after Thanksgiving. So basically, what we do is we invite 13 to 18 year old young guys with their parents. Oh, and. If, and we even organize transportation from the south side because I know it's a, it's a long trip. So what we do is guys arrive at the seminary. We get to show off Mundelein Hall. Wow. And just, I love it. It's beautiful. So they, they get to see the campus. So they, they come to Mundelein Hall. They get settled in. Then we go over to the main chapel. We have mass at 11 a.m. Mass with whom? Mass, well, it's, it's basically with all of our seminarians and, okay. and the priests that come and bring them. And all of our, our bishops and the cardinal are welcome, but we, we, we understand that because of their busy schedule, we always invite them and they're very welcome to come, but we also, I don't want to make too many demands on their, mm-hmm. their schedule. So they're always welcome to come. So we have Mass together, then we're going to go over and have lunch uh, back in the dining hall. Then we're going to do a Eucharistic procession from the dining hall right in front of that Mary statue. We're going to go out. Be able to see some of the grounds. We're going to go, go to the all grotto. The way up to the mall. Up, do you we're, go that far? We're going to see. We're going to see what the weather, the weather is, like. is like. Yeah. But basically, the the simple procession is we want to go through the Saint Therese Rose Garden. Oh yeah, yeah. Past the, the the main statue and then into the grotto. Have some time with again just to give an experience of prayer, of fraternity, of fellowship, and then after the Eucharistic procession is done, we'll be praying a rosary. Then we're going to go over to the gym, and play dodgeball. Oh, so with the oh, parents, dodgeball? dodgeball with the parents. Oh. Well, yeah. we'll see how many parents want to play. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to <laughs> love dodgeball. It's you know, what it, a it's great, a classic. Oh my the, God. the game never gets old, no matter how no. young or old you well, are. I remember so. I was in eighth grade. I feel like I took a shot to the face. <laughs> I, you know, it I, shows. I, I had yeah. a, <laughs> explains, <laughs> explains a lot, doesn't <laughs> it, Mark? <laughs> I, I, I had a cannon for an arm, and we could fire that ball. I was focusing on one kid. Another ball. We had three balls going at one time, yeah. and man, it. It's the ones that you don't see coming hurt you <laughs> oh, the I, most. I, I, ne- I never. I this day like a bullet, the <laughs> dodgeball just slamming the side of the head. But, but we digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing that. I hope hope we're having fun, Mark. <laughs> like to thank you for being your last program today. <laughs> I know it's been very <laughs> it, nice. It does explain a lot, doesn't it? So, I'll, I'll never forget. God, was, that's a great game. Yeah. So into the gym for dodgeball. Into the gym for dodgeball. And that, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you that the gym at Mundelein Seminary. I used to play a lot of basketball there, yeah. and so did you. Or no, you didn't, Tim. Because well, you I played there. a lot. I, I I didn't go to seminary there, but I've done the IPF spiritual director training program there, and I'm in the doctoral program there. And but that a, gym is about. 
twice the size of a normal floor. It's huge. I you, love it. You go for a runaway, you, uh, like a breakaway layup, you're running for a week. <laughs> is, is, the pool, is the pool open? No, the pool's not open. Still, uh, Still not. Yeah. Oh, it's not open. on the list. That's on that the list. That was one of our projects. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Is, now, the thing is, 13 to 18-year-olds, if they, they want to learn more about coming to this day, how can they do that, Tim? ChicagoPriest.com. We have a ChicagoPriest.com. Yep. No, if someone wants to give you a call, what's your number? My number is 847. You know what? I got a new cell. I'm, I'm so embarrassed. It's right on the website. It's on the I website. Got a, yeah, I got a new work cell when we moved offices. Okay. And yeah. so, the, but the website is again ChicagoPriest.com. ChicagoPriest, there it is on the screen. ChicagoPriest.com. And, uh, and so, it, it's not for So, we have registration. There's English, Spanish, and Polish. Okay. for registration. We have some videos there to help invite to the event. And we have a simple breakdown of what we're looking for in that event. And it's just, we have English and Spanish for the video. But it's, the whole thing is, uh, sometimes guys get a little afraid of saying, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to be a priest, so I'm not going to come to the event. And say, well, this is, this is a very, this is going to be a fun, prayerful, good event. Just we, we ask for guys just to have the courage to give it a shot. Just mm-hmm. come and check out the seminary. There's no pressure. There's no, no pressure. Commitment. You can bring your parents. You can bring your buddies. It just is a chance to, again, see the beautiful seminary. Meet some of our seminarians. Bring your pastor. Ask your yeah. pastor to come. So we, we want to spend some time together. I, I promise guys will enjoy it. We've been doing this for several years. Guys always love it. And it's, it's one of those things that, for all of our listeners— if you, if it's your son, your nephew, your godson, your grandson, if it's somebody you know, what I always say to people: if you see priestly qualities mm-hmm. in this young man, make a, a a well-worded invitation. I see these good qualities in you. I've heard about this event. I'd love for you to look into it and maybe. As you, could go. Mark's been 15 years in the seminary as development director. I spent four years as a seminarian, 75 to 79. The most beautiful grounds in the world, the lake. The trees. Now, granted, it's the day after Thanksgiving. A lot of the leaves are down. But just to walk the grounds, the acreage is phenomenal, and a lot of deer mm-hmm. walking the property is like a chunk of heaven. You know, it's, even just to see the grounds and the chapel and the buildings, it's, it's over it's 100 phenomenal. years old. It's over 100 mm-hmm. years old, and this is where all of our, our Chicago priests and priests from all over the Midwest and the country have been formed. And have lived some incredible years. So yeah, I think it was 34 dioceses when I was there. But the other part of the campus is <clears throat> the wonderful generosity of the benefactors. Yes. Mm-hmm. That campus looks the way it does yep. because people care about priesthood and they want that environment to be conducive to guys preparing well, you know, for the priest. Those are the, some of the best years of my life. When I entered the theologate at Mundelein, I've been a very God's blessed me the whole journey. But those years of study, prayer, reflection, to be with classmates, tremendous faculty, uh, benefactors. And maybe just uh, an acknowledgement, maybe God rest his soul, but Father Pat Boyle. Yeah, <laughs> funerals this Wonderfully Thursday. dedicated yeah. and funny faculty person is going to be buried from uh, on the line when? Uh, this when? Thursday. Is it tomorrow? No, no, Thursday. It's Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yeah. At ten, I think ten thirty in the ch- in the main chapel. Yeah, and he was a tremendously important part of the seminarian's life. I mean, he was he was a realist, mm-hmm. 
and a wonderful academician. Um, they love the guy. Yeah. Let me ask you this quick question in the last 30 seconds, Tim. You, would you, the work you do is very challenging, very rewarding, very important. Uh, what gets you out of bed in the morning to do this? I have a sense that Jesus is asking me to do this during this time and that I, you know, it's that sense of like walking with him and then him seeing somebody and saying, I want you to think about the priesthood. And that the fact that I can be involved in that is incredible. I love being a priest and to be able to invite guys into that is an incredible joy. You know, it's kind of the same way I felt from 85 to 92 Mm -hmm. when Father McLaughlin asked Mm -hmm. me to be the vocation director at the college seminary. Um, Same thing. Love being a priest mm-hmm. and, and some young great priests priest you started. worked with who exactly. are active in ministry now. Right. Need to bring it to a close one and thank in a very special way Father Tim Man- Monahan, the vocation director of the Archdiocese. Thank Tim, you, you are Greg. a tremendous priest. Thank you, Mark. And keep up the you. great, great work you do and joy sharing the Lord's ministry with you. Special thanks also to Mark Teresi, co host. Special thanks to uh, Michael May, Mike and Brian, Brian, hockey yeah. hitman Brock, for the great work you do to our listeners. God bless. Have a great week. Bye, everybody. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.